Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and each week on this podcast, I share the knowledge, tips, and strategies you need to get healthy, lose weight, and prevent disease. If you are listening to this right now and haven't subscribed yet, that would mean a lot to me if you did. Please take the time to do that today, and if you're feeling extra nice, leave a review and let me know what you think. This helps the podcast get seen by and in turn help as many people as possible. In today's episode, I'm doing a quick research review of a study and giving you just a snapshot into one of the hormonal changes that happens when you lose weight that makes it so likely the weight will come back on. But before I tell you about the study that I'm reviewing today, I first wanted you to have a little better context of something called your body set weight. I could teach for hours on this topic, and if you take my online course, How to Lose Weight After 50, you get all you need to know in there. But today, it's just a snapshot. This is going to include a brief review of the two hormones that most closely help regulate your body set weight, and those are leptin and insulin. Next in this episode, I'll review the highlights of what the researchers actually did in this study and tell you more about their results. And then lastly, I'm going to break down some practical implications for long-term weight loss and maintenance. If you haven't already downloaded my ultimate food guide, or if you did, but it was about a year ago, please go and download it again. What you eat is the number one factor that will determine your weight loss success, and there is a bunch of crap information about there about what to eat. So I have recently updated that, and I always want you to have the most up-to-date, science-backed information about what foods to eat to lose weight for good and prevent disease. So you can go and download my ultimate food guide at reshapept.com. We know that the majority of diets don't work. Most diets fail for long-term weight loss. Sure, you may see some weight loss, but 95% of people who lose weight will regain it and sometimes even regain more weight than they lost within one to five years. That's what I'm after is long-term sustainable weight loss. I want you to be able to confidently throw away your larger size pants and not feel like you need to just keep them in case the weight comes back on. No way. But in order to lose weight for good, you have to outsmart and outlast your hormones. In case you didn't already know, your body doesn't like change. Your body doesn't want to lose weight. The lifestyle habits that got you to your current weight is what your body is used to. If you mix things up on it and start eating healthy, your hormones are going to change and not for the better, at least not right away. So if you've been on the yo-yo diet struggle bus and you need to get off for your sanity and for your health, this episode is for you. And really all of my episodes are for you. If you are wondering why when you cut calories, your spouse or coworkers are walking around on eggshells because you get a little cranky, this episode is for you. And if you are like many dieters who get cold and tired and hungry when they diet, and if you're wrapped up in a blanket or trying to survive on way too much caffeine until your next meal, this episode is for you. Now, I know some of you listening may not be on the bandwagon yet that weight gain is a hormonal, not a caloric problem, and that's okay. Take your time to get there. 
I know you've been fed, pun intended, a lot of information over the years that's told you the only way to lose weight is to eat less and exercise more. And to that, I want to remind you of that little statistic that I started with, that 95% of diets fail. So what do you have to lose? My guess is that you don't disagree with the hormonal theory of weight gain or weight loss. You may just not fully understand it yet. And this episode will help you understand it a little bit better. And keep listening and reading until you do understand it. Because once you understand that concept, weight loss becomes way more doable and you're going to set yourself up for success to be in the 5% of people who lose weight and actually keep it off. If you're new to me, you may not have heard of your body set weight, so I wanted to give you some context about this so that the rest of the episode makes better sense. Your body set weight is an ideal level of body fat your body likes to maintain. It's mainly controlled by two hormones, insulin, or your fat storage hormone, and leptin, the fat burning hormone. Leptin is a hormone made primarily by your fat cells that under normal circumstances tells your body to stop eating. Your body set weight is influenced by a negative feedback loop between insulin and leptin. Under normal circumstances, when your insulin goes up, let's say you ate, your blood sugar went up, so your insulin goes up, your body fat will go up which signals an increase in leptin that's produced in those body fat cells. And that increase in leptin tells your brain, I'm full, I have enough fat, please stop eating. Eventually, persistent high levels of leptin cause leptin resistance. And persistent high levels of insulin cause insulin resistance. Hyperinsulinemia, or too much insulin, and leptin resistance coexist in the overwhelming majority of people with obesity. People who have excess weight usually have high leptin levels. But remember, higher leptin levels should signal your brain that you're full and to stop eating. However, leptin fails to inhibit feeding behavior in people who have obesity. So even though you have more leptin than you need, It's not really able to do its job because your brain is resistant to the effect of leptin, which should make you stop eating. So with leptin resistance, your body has a harder time sensing when you're full, making it easy for you to overeat. And your body won't think that you have enough fat, and so it's going to slow your metabolism down to retain more fat. Now that I've given you an overview on body set weight, let's move on to my next point. And that was to do a quick review of the research study I'm focusing on today. And I did link to that research study in the show notes. The researchers in this study knew that the majority of obese people have leptin resistance. They wanted to determine a way to measure it in a way that would be clinically useful for future weight loss research. The researchers knew that people who are sensitive to leptin have normal resting energy expenditure at a low leptin concentration, while leptin-resistant subjects have a normal resting energy expenditure 
at a higher leptin concentration. So they wanted to look at the resting energy expenditure to leptin ratio as a marker for leptin sensitivity because it's important that you're sensitive to the effects of leptin so that you can burn fat efficiently and sense when you're full. The more sensitive you are to leptin, the more likely you will be able to get to and maintain a healthy weight. So researchers studied 17 obese individuals, meaning they have a BMI of 30 or higher, and they studied them for six months. Each month, the research subjects received a weight loss medication that suppressed insulin levels. So remember, insulin is the hormone that will drive your body set weight up. And this medication was supposed to lower those insulin levels. And in theory, they should have a lower body weight. Six of the 17 subjects did lose a significant amount of weight and showed significantly lower leptin and insulin levels. Seven people lost a little bit of weight and five people gained a little weight. One important finding from this study was that while the data does not prove causation, it did suggest that hyperinsulinemia or too much insulin is associated with leptin resistance. Reducing your insulin levels will improve your leptin sensitivity. If that didn't quite make sense, rewind the podcast a couple minutes, listen to it again, and I'm guessing that it'll make more sense the second time around. Let's go ahead and talk about my last point. I'm going to break down the practical implications for long-term weight loss and maintenance that I gained from this research study. Too much insulin is associated with leptin resistance. Reduction in insulin levels improves your leptin sensitivity. Here is one of the main reasons why you see weight loss plateaus and why it's so common to regain lost weight. When losing weight, leptin levels lower faster than insulin levels. So we want both levels to come down, but leptin levels lower faster. Most weight loss programs are going to plateau rapidly due to this rapid decline in leptin levels, and I'm going to explain why. Leptin decline, when your leptin levels go down as you're losing weight, that causes your brain to sense a reduction in energy stores or fat, which causes a decrease in your resting energy expenditure or your basal metabolic rate, like I talked about in the last episode, to conserve energy. It's this disconnect where your leptin levels are lowering faster than your insulin levels are lowering that makes losing weight, but especially maintaining that weight so difficult. Essentially, your body senses that its fat stores are decreasing and it doesn't like change. So your body works to slow down your metabolism and conserve energy and restore the lost fat mass. Because your body wants to work against you and regain the weight or fat that you're losing, you can't rely on self-control alone. You can't just be restricting your calories. Your body is smarter than that. It's going to slow your metabolism down to adjust to the new energy intake. Losing weight is a long-term game. 
because it takes longer for your insulin levels to drop and then reset your body weight because insulin is really driving your body's set weight and um, contributes to those leptin levels. So what you have to do is outlast your body's drive to regain the weight. And how you do that is you learn how to maintain the health habits that got you to the lower weight to start with. You can't just diet for a few weeks, lose weight, and then expect that weight to stay off if you're not maintaining what you did to lose that weight. And unfortunately, if you have insulin and leptin resistance for a long time, the weight can come back on even if you are maintaining what you did. And that's really what I help people with is kind of troubleshoot, why am I not losing weight? Why is my weight coming back on? And I help them understand this hormonal aspect and and try different nutritional and lifestyle strategies to see more weight loss. But this is a huge reason why most diets fail. People don't learn how to change their health habits for the long term to outlast the length of time that it takes for their insulin levels to drop and their hormones to stabilize. And I've seen research that shows that you have a slower metabolism following traditional caloric restricted dieting for over a year. So if you don't have really solid behavioral strategies Um, and habit changes, if you're just eating certain food products or you're just dieting, like that weight is probably going to be coming back on. And in my course, How to Lose Weight After 50, I combine the scientific research, not only behind practical strategies to actually lose weight, but the much needed behavioral and mindset strategies to keep the weight off for good. All right, whenever I dive deep into a research study, I always feel like I need to come up for air at the end of it. So let's do that right now by taking a deep breath and reviewing the main points from this episode. Point number one, I talked about how insulin and leptin play important roles in determining your body set weight. Point number two, I briefly reviewed what the researchers did in this study and that they were looking to find a way to measure leptin resistance related to total energy expenditure to determine a better way to measure weight loss success for future clinical studies. And point number three, I talked about how leptin levels are affected with weight loss, making it likely to hit a weight loss plateau and regain the weight. I reminded you that weight loss and maintenance is a long-term game, and it can take a long time for your hormones to adjust and your body set weight to actually lower. So you can't just be relying on dieting or self-control or willpower. You actually have to change your lifestyle. You have to outsmart and outlast your body's hormones when losing weight. This happens primarily through doing the right things and changing your behaviors and habits to make those right things a long-term lifestyle. To learn more about what foods are the right foods to eat to lower your insulin levels and be healthy, I want you to download my ultimate food guide. I'll link to it in the show notes, or you can just visit reshapept.com forward slash ultimate food guide and download it today. As always, thank you for tuning in. I am so proud of you for educating yourself and digging in deep to figure out how to lose the weight for good. I promise it is so worth it in the long run to take care of your body and prevent things like heart disease and diabetes. 
Now the next episode will be a little bit lighter. As we know, weight loss through traditional caloric restriction slows your metabolism down and makes maintaining your lost weight really difficult. I'm doing some research into what you can do to actually speed up your metabolism, and I'll share some of those results with you next week so that you can improve the odds of making your hard weight loss work pay off for good. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.